Anka, come join me. Two very different people from very different parts of the world. Anka Schmidt is from South Africa. Say hello so they all know you're deaf that I'm honest. Goedemiddag allemaal, gesteende Sabbat. Huh? And greetings from my home church. <laughs> and where is your home church? Gesina, Pretoria. Pretoria, South Africa. Yes. So what do you have to do with Maranatha? Well, what don't I have to do with Maranatha? <laughs> it's, how did it all start for you? Well, um, roughly about 12 months ago, or mm -hmm. a bit more than 12 months ago, we were planning on going on a mission trip up to Zambia, but the group was full already, and there were a large amount of young people that still wanted to go. You had too many kids wanting to go on a mission trip. Yes. In Pretoria. Yes. From South Africans go on mission trips? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you've done that a lot of your life, haven't you? Yes, that's true. Okay, so there's too many, and you've got to find a place to go. What happened? So, Pastor Julian Hibbert told us um, that he knows a bit about Maranatha and they're starting their projects in Mozambique and would we be interested in taking a group up to Mozambique? And we said, yes, of course, we're up for the challenge. And then from there, we started going on the mission trips to Mozambique. The first time you actually helped to put concrete down for a church. Yes, we started at Liberdade, the school, the first school right. that they built there. And we camped on the site and we helped um, put the foundations down for that school. Now, you know, there's something interesting. I'll, there are Maranatha volunteers I have met who believe that camping is Holiday Inn. Well, obviously, there haven't been much to South Africa yet because we're really into camping with tents. So describe to me the way your tent cities are when you come to do Maranatha projects. Well, we've been on quite a few projects since that, and um, the last few have been more rural in the bush. When we started off, we were in Maputo, in the city, in the noise, and we were camping on the building sites. And then the um, sites got more remote in the villages, and we started camping more in the bush. So we take everything we need. We take our gas, um, we take our tents, our mattresses. Some don't even take mattresses. They just take their blankets. And then we go in the bush and we camp and we enjoy nature in the evening and in the day we're on site and we're building and we're working with the people. Talk to me about working with the people. What kind of experiences have you had with the folks of Mozambique? Oh, it's, it's great to work with them. Maranatha gives a team that works with us side by side, the skilled laborers, and um, we join them in the mornings. We start seven o'clock in the morning on site, and then they're ready, they're starting, and we fall in. We either work side by side with them, or we each have our little place where we're working, um, usually um, two or three grouped together, and then they build their piece of the wall because um, you, you're proud of what you build, so you like to see the final product. You like to see and it go all the way up. Yes, you like to see it go to the roof in cutting the final bricks and putting them in and seeing your handiwork for that day. But what was special to me was two occasions. The one occasion was when um, I started in the morning and I came when the one man was already um, building where I had finished the previous day. So he started working on my piece of wall. And that was fine, so I started giving him the bricks and handing him the bricks and kind of being um, 
his assistant. And as the day went on, you start working at different places and um, you start doing different things. And in the afternoon, I was um, up on the scaffolding on the other side of the church and putting in the final bricks. And when I looked down, um, the same man that I was helping in the morning was the same man that was giving me the bricks and cutting them for me and making sure they're the right sizes. And that was really special to me because I realized that um, even though we didn't speak each other's language or we couldn't really communicate well with each other, um, we had an understanding that we wanted to build this church together and I helped him in the morning. And without even realizing it, we, he was helping me in the afternoon and being my assistant and we were being servants for each other, working for God and building his church together. Isn't that beautiful? What a great <laughs> illustration of what we're really about on those churches. I want you to talk to me about what you do at home in Pretoria. What is your career? Um, my passion is children, and I have a little nursery school with about 90 children from babies from three months to six years old. And then I'm also studying this year. So you have someone, a vice principal, who takes care of all of the administration of that little school right now. Yes. And 90 children is year. not a little school, especially when they're not that small. <laughs> but so you go to Mozambique. Tell me about relations with children on the mission trips? Uh, we were very privileged on the second trip that we went on. Um, we were um, two principals of schools. There was another lady who was also a principal and she has a nursery school. And we, we planned programs for the kids. Mm. Um, we took up some soft toys, some crayons, some coloring books, um, clothing for the children. And in the morning we would build um, on the school and in the afternoon we would um, work with the kids and do programs, sing with them, do Bible stories with them with translators and then have them color and um, just spend time with them. And that was, that was wonderful. And these children were so receptive to everything. They were singing and they were so well behaved because we work with the children every day. We know if, if the kids are well behaved and they're lovely children. These Mozambican children are really special. And to look into their little eyes and see the excitement when we took out those soft toys, that was incredible. You just got, um, what do you call it, goose flesh. <laughs> what do you call it in Afrikaans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to be really careful to translate it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> because in Afrikaans it means um, chicken flesh, <laughs> but that's not quite. You know, little chicken bones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not quite the right translation, but it was wonderful, and it was a privilege for us to go there and work with those kids. And on Sabbath, the same kids um, came to church, and they brought all their friends from the neighborhood, and we were amazed to see that they were all dressed neatly and. Um, most of them were wearing shoes, um, even though, you know, they're very poor. They were wearing their best clothes for Sabbath. To come to church. To come to church, yes. And for many of those children, that's about the extent of their wardrobe. Mm. I want you to come up here with me for just a minute. And I'm going to mess up. They don't know we're going to do this, and so they're going to have a hard time getting lights and everything. This is one of these uh, pumps. This is Gary and Alice's pump. Now, Gary and Alice said something really interesting today, that uh, everybody was happy when they went to the villages. Have you found that true? Well, they're very friendly. They wave and they smile at you and they accept you into their community. Just immediately, don't they? Yes. Uh, come, come, come over here and sit down in front of my house and talk. I mean, that happens. Yeah, and we were in the one village building 
and um, the one lady had a little baby um, that was in the group, so she had a hard time, you know, taking care of the baby and also trying to volunteer. So I took the baby away for a little while and took the baby for a walk, and we just walked in the village, and no one's really bothered. They welcome you, and they play ball with you, and they just accept that you are there. They don't ask any questions or, you know, look at you funny. They just accept you and welcome you into their community. Would the people you live around in Pretoria respond that way to a group from Mozambique who showed up? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they would do in Oregon. Now, but I want to talk about this well. What impact will a well have in all of those bush churches that you've been building? I don't think that if you haven't been there, you will never be fully able to understand the impact that this has um, on that community. I mean, from a health perspective, from a social perspective, from a monetary perspective, where you don't have to pay for the water right. that you go and get, um, from the time saved, the distance, um, all of those things, it's just incredible. You won't be able to understand unless you're there and see in what circumstances they live. So. When I heard that they were going to drill a well at every church, that was like amazing. That's the best thing they could have done. I mean, that's almost as important as the church building itself. <laughs> Is it hard to recruit your friends from South Africa to come on mission trips to Mozambique? No. <laughs> um, we've been involved for the last 12 months, I would say, and our church... Um, has gone five times already on five trips, um, of which I've gone on four because the one trip was, you know, it was one week straight after the other one. So no, they're very eager to get involved. Um, and I think that um, from a money perspective, if there were more sites available for them to build, they would be there more. They'd be their building. Yes, they would be their building. But um, we have to go according to the availability of sites and we're planning in December to take up about two groups, and they're planning to build about four churches. There you go. South African volunteers in Mozambique, all part of Maranatha. Anka, thank you. Thank you.